Sheila Zielinski Show, the only show to give you the truth behind the headlines, prophecy, and the deeper things of God. Now, here is your host, Sheila Zielinski. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Sheila Zielinski Show for this February 23rd, 2017 edition. Hey, we have a great YouTube video coming out today. It is Chris Taylor and Rory Brown. Chris Taylor actually did the YouTube. He has some genius when it comes to putting a YouTube video together. So you're going to have to check that out on YouTube. Do not forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. We are going to be doing some video. We're going to be changing it up a little bit in the months to come. And there's going to be some shows that are only going to be exclusive to YouTube. So do remember to subscribe. Add me on Twitter and like my Weekend Vigilante Facebook page, go to weekendvigilante.com. Go to the top right-hand side, and you'll see the social media icons there. Quick update, I moved my website to get better security at a different host company, and we've had a few little glitches, such as the media is not uploading. I've been getting a lot of emails about the app, and we're working on it right now. So, I'm hoping by the end of the week, the app will be working for all the shows because our media player, we need to upgrade it. So yes, we're working on all these things. And lastly, I'm going to be on the Hagman and Hagman show this coming Monday, which is February 27th, which is my birthday. And I cannot think of a better place to spend my birthday hanging out with my old friends, Doug and Joe Hagman. So be sure to be tuned into that this coming Monday. February 27th, when I'm officially a year wiser. (laughs) It's going to be a good show. And speaking of good shows, I want to jump right into mine because guess what? I have back on the program Mark Taylor, the Florida fireman who prophesied the Trump win back in 2011. And boy, a lot has happened since he was on the show before Trump was inaugurated. Lots has happened since he was on the program. I got a lot of emails on that show, both good and bad, mostly good. And it is just such a pleasure to have him back on the program. So without further ado, Mark Taylor, welcome back to the show. It is a pleasure to have you on, sir. Thank you for having me. It's an honor and pleasure to be here. Well, it's been brought to my attention, Mark, that there are documents floating around on the internet, stating that this week there's going to be a concerted, massive, I guess Friday there's going to be apparently a massive spiritual attack against Donald Trump and his administration. I've seen it on Facebook. It actually seems pretty legit. And in fact, Mark and I are going to pray at the end of this program. I think that is really important that we all need to be in concerted prayer for Donald Trump and his administration And we need to be doing spiritual warfare. That's so important right now, coming against these incredible dark evil entities in this insane time that we live. And one of the things that shocked me, I guess nothing really shocks me anymore, but it did really surprise me that on President's Day, you had all these not my president rallies. The disrespect is one thing altogether. 
when you have clueless liberals out there, you know, being completely disrespectful and anarchists and chaotic, well, that that's one thing. But when you have a former president in Barack Hussein Obama's nonprofit releasing a manual for protesting Trump and protecting former policies, that is treason and sedition. And I wonder if people know that. Mark, there's not a day that goes by that we don't see some other rally and anti-Trump rally, anti-Trump movement. You know, if it's not on Craigslist looking for agitators. Mark, have you ever seen the kind of insane asylum insanity? Is that a word that we're seeing right now when it comes to Trump? No, I, I have never seen this. And, you know, the I think one of the things we can take away from this is that this truly does point out the fact that he is anointed and appointed by God, because that is what's attracting all this demonic hate. Uh, you know, these demonstrations that you're seeing are not demonstrations, they're demonstrations. The enemy is mad. Uh, you know, we cut the head off that enemy on November 8th when he was inaugurated. You know, he just went one step farther. So, I mean, you're seeing all this stuff play out. I mean, this is not something that caught us by surprise. We talked about it on your last program that, you know, the first four or five months of his presidency was going to be a little rocky. So, I mean, this is not something that catches us by surprise because I'm getting a lot of emails from people who are worried, who are scared. And it's like, you know, just stay engaged in the fight. We have to support Donald Trump, his administration, his team, and it's our job as the army of God to go in and, and plow through that in the spiritual realm. But this is just one more cog in the wheel, if you will, to prove that he is truly anointed and appointed by God is because all these demonic attacks that are coming against him right now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm trying to figure out how Obama has not been locked up for treason, along with these other agitators. You've got George Soros. George, I just won't die Soros. I mean, this guy is funding a lot of these operations. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're going to see this stuff come to an end eventually. Uh, I believe God's going to deal with it. Um, I believe you're going to see all these people who are behind all of this, uh, such as George Soros, Obama, and all these people. They're they're going to end up. Uh, they're going to pay the price. God's going to deal with it sooner or later. You know, right now what's happening is this is why you're also seeing the Democrats basically stalling his appointments for his offices right now. Like it took Jeff Sessions forever to get in, is because there's a bigger picture at lie here, and it's because the fact that you've got. Pizzagate, you've got the pedophilia ring, whatever you want to call it. You've got the um, Clinton uh, Global Foundation, whatever it is. I mean, you've got all these things coming into play right now, and they know that sooner or later they're going to be exposed and they're going to be brought down. So the ones that are fighting the hardest are usually the ones that are the most guilty of all of this stuff. Yeah. So that's what you're seeing right now. That's what's manifesting right now. This news media is straight out of the pit of hell itself. Of course, Clown News Network, their ratings are plummeting. Donald Trump actually calling them out, even at a press conference, calling them fake news. These mainstream talking, bobbleheaded news minions, they are absolutely complicit in this sedition as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I think, you know, God's going to deal with the news media. He's cleaning house on everything right now. You know, it's like they're, they're putting out these fake stories about Russia uh, they're putting out all these different fake stories. What I just got done listening to it. I didn't get a chance to listen to it until today. And, you know, the, what I took away from it was that basically he's calling the news media out. And he's basically trying to tell these guys, say, look, you guys are doing the American people a disservice and you're doing yourself a disservice, you know, by not being honest with the people because the people aren't believing you anyway. 
And that's why he's tweeting people. That's why he's on you know, Facebook and this, that, and the other, so you can get it real time. You can get the true news from that. So, I mean, the news media is corrupt. It's being basically run by the New World Order right now and George Soros and that bunch. So all of this stuff's going to get cleaned up eventually, but it's going to be a fight in the process. They're desperate right now. They're pulling at strings. They're doing everything they can to stop him and his administration. And I got news for them. It's not going to happen. They're not going to impeach President uh, Trump. They're not going to get rid of him. He's not going anywhere. He's anointed and appointed by God, and he will finish the job. He is on God's agenda. So, and a lot, what most people don't understand, and this is what the left does not understand, it's, it's almost like take the immigration issue right now where, where I said, I think on your last program, that God was going to purge the land. Well, the, uh, the illegals, the gangs, ISIS, all these things. Well, they've already started doing that. What people have to realize, this is not Donald Trump that's doing it. It's God that's doing it. God is the one who's purging the land. He is using Donald Trump in order to do that, but it's God's agenda. It's his agenda that, that Trump is doing right now. Absolutely. And that's really important because our answer doesn't lie in Washington, D.C., regardless I mean, of course, we support Trump, but we're not to lean on the arm of the flesh. And I agree. I think this is God's purpose, his agenda, his plan. And he's going to carry it out with or without Trump, essentially. And that is really why us as Christians, Mark, really have to be stepping up our spiritual warfare. You've been getting vitriolically attacked. I know that you and I talked about this off air, that you've been getting a lot of feedback For the most part, people have been quite supportive. But I'll tell you what, there's a lot of jackals, hyenas, and absolute fang-tooth, vicious trolls that have been really coming against you. Weigh in on that. Yeah, you know, I've been hitting, I've been getting massively attacked, actually. I mean, you can go to YouTube, and I got, there's whole videos just dedicated calling me out as a false prophet, or, uh, you know, I never called myself a prophet, number one. And number two, they're, they're calling saying I have the Antichrist spirit, well, if I've got an Antichrist spirit, why am I prophesying against the Antichrist spirit, which is the Illuminati, the Cabal, George Soros, and all these people? And, you know, I, I've prophesied that this stuff was going to go down. It will go down. But, you know, what the body of Christ has to do is that they've got to get together in unity. And that is the problem you're seeing right now. You're seeing people throwing these fiery arrows at one another, and it's disunity. And God is looking for unity right now. And, you know, we had a, a massive prayer movement going right before the election. And Mary Colbert was a part of that. And by the way, we have started that back up. So I want to put that out to the people if they want to get involved. Because we had 10,000 people every morning on the call. And one person would lead the prayer for 15 minutes. And it was 10,000 people in agreement. And it was very powerful. And so we would like to see that break out all over the United States. So that has started again. Because we feel like right now, Donald Trump is getting hit hard. And he needs the backing of the people. But... To get back to, to the attacks, I mean, it's, it's just like we've got to be in one mind, one heart, one accord. And when you do that, you'll see victories like what we have on November 8th. But we have to come to a place where we stop the backbiting, stop the attacks. I mean, this stuff has got to stop. Just because you disagree with someone doesn't mean you need to start throwing fiery arrows. Yeah, absolutely. I've never seen the kind of backbiting, slander, the absolute discord sowing. I've talked about this on other programs lately, so it's so interesting that you're bringing this point up. There is a raging spirit of slander, backbiting, discord, an argumentative spirit. 
and it is raging right now. And I think there's a lot of targeted witchcraft. Again, this goes to this February 24th post about targeted witchcraft against Trump. And when the devil ramps things up, well, that's when we should be storming the enemy's camp. Yeah, I I, I mean, I have never seen anything like what we're seeing right now uh, in the church. I mean, I've said this uh, more than once. You're more apt to be attacked inside the four walls of a church right now than you are on the street. And it it is just incredible right now. And, And again, you know, just because someone doesn't think like you do, it's automatic they go on the attack. Now, one of the things the Lord's been showing me, and, you know, the people can meditate on this, is that there's too many voices out there talking right now who claim to be speaking for God and who have not been chosen. Yeah. Because many are called, few are chosen. And the problem is, is that when you go on YouTube, you start listening to some of these people who call themselves pastors or evangelists or this, that, and the other. They've not been called, much less chosen. Yeah. So I tell people, be very, very careful who you listen to. I'm very careful who I listen to. I'm very careful whose books I read. Because I get emails all the time. Hey, did you hear what this person said on YouTube? You know, what do they say on the mainstream news media? What do you think about this? It's like, look, stop listening to that garbage. You know, be very careful. Use wisdom and discernment as to who you listen to. Because what's happening is, you know, the Lord told me a while back, he says, man qualifies the called. God qualifies the chosen. Amen. And it's like right now what you're seeing, you can go to websites right now, and you can pay a price, take a class, there's no pass or fail, and when you're done, you get your ordination papers. Well, you've got these, it's like pumping them out on an assembly line, and that's the problem. They go get a YouTube channel, then they start preaching, or they start telling this stuff, and they're exceeding the boundaries of what God has even called them to do. And then you've got people in the pulpit that I believe who are pastors and who are exceeding their office, per se. And now they're getting in the realm of a prophet, or they're getting in the realm of something they're not supposed to be in. And people are listening to this, and it's throwing confusion into the body of Christ. Yeah, I agree. Well, not only are people super distracted with everything and anything, but they're also being very deceived. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and that's all part of it. It's like there's this deception. And I was on the phone with, with my lead intercessor here a while back, and I said, the Lord has told me that there is a deep, dark deception that has been held back for all of time that has been released upon the earth right now. And that was about maybe three months before the election. And sure enough, within four hours, God confirmed it in the headlines overseas in a news conference that the headlines read that there is a deep, dark deception in the news media that in wow. never in the history have we ever seen this. So it was a confirmation of what God was saying, and this is all part of the deception. So you've got to be very careful, use wisdom and discernment, what you're reading, what you're listening to right now. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, when you're standing on the front lines telling the truth and being a beacon of truth, you're going to get attacked, and you're going to encounter a lot of opposition. In fact, I was really surprised you'll get a kick out of this, Mark. I posted uh, a, a post, something like, you know, it's now trendy to hate white people, and I really do think there's this anti-white movement right now, and I'll tell you what, wow, did I ever offend a lot of people. I thought, boy, oh boy, if I haven't offended you yet, just give it time. I'm sure I'll offend you sooner or later with something. <laughs> people are really offended, Mark. Yeah, yeah you know, it, you can't, it's almost like you can't say anything and you can't do anything without offending this party or that party or whatever the case may yeah. be right now. And it's just, you know, again, it's like the, lo- the love of many has grown, has grown cold. And it's that way in the church right now, because even 
people that call themselves church folk. They're the ones that are getting offended. They're the ones that are going on the attack. You know, I, I have a rescue mindset, and it's like, just because some, and I said this on your last show, Sheila, it may be that me and you personally don't agree on a couple of things, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to come after you because you're my sister in Christ. It's because if we're in that foxhole together, I don't, I'm not going to ask you what you think. I'm not going to ask you, hey, what's your theology on this, or what do you think about this Bible scripture? All I care about is that you have my back and I have yours. If, that, if bullets or fire rolling over my head, I'm not going to stop and ask that fireman, hey, what do you believe? Okay, you don't believe this, then I need you to get out of here. Bring me someone else. That's not the way it's supposed to be. So well, people need to, to get out of the attack mode and into the rescue mindset that just because someone doesn't believe like you, you're not going to go in on the attack. You're going to go in on a rescue mindset. It's like, look, let the Holy Spirit deal with it. Love that person. Where's the love? Where's the mercy? Where's the grace? So that's what people have to get through because that's what's going to bring unity in the end. If you have a problem with someone, Mark, what does the Bible say? You're supposed to go to that brother, and if yes. it doesn't get resolved, then you do it biblically with two elders or more even. But where right. is this? It's like, you know, here's a five-part series on how so-and-so is wrong. I mean, that right. is outrageously not okay. No, absolutely not. And again, you know, it's just amazing to me that, you know, I believe what happened with William Branham in that one service where that man went to attack him in that service and he got struck dead, yeah. I believe that's what you're going to see happen again. Because the blood that's on the church's hands, on the body of Christ's hands right now, is just unbelievable between the murdering of the prophets and now the murdering of the saints and, of course, the aborted babies, which we talked about on the last program. It is incredible the amount of blood that the church has on its hands. And it's, like, it's almost like the thing to do, just because you get on Facebook or you get on YouTube and these comments, these keyboard commandos, I call them, and they start tapping away. You know, when God said, don't touch my anointed, but especially my prophets, he meant it. And that, might have, that was in biblical times before all of this took place. That might have been within 150, 200 people if you attack someone. Now, when you get on the keyboard commandos and you hit that enter button, it's going worldwide. So they need to think about the consequences of what's going to happen. Before you hit that enter button, you better think twice before what you're putting on there and posting. That is a message to these keyboard commandos, indeed. And especially all the Christians, I'm surprised, Mark. Are you surprised at the level of Christians that are vehemently opposing Donald Trump's immigration policies? Do we really want refugees flooding into the country? I think this is a huge issue. And yet I'm surprised at the amount of two-cent pastors that are weighing in on this saying, this is a terrible move by Donald Trump. Are you surprised with that? Well, the first thing I would say to them, well, if, if it's not the Christian, or if it is the Christian thing to do to let them in the country, then let them in your house first. And let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> yeah. That would be the first thing I would say, including the pastors. Because heaven's got a wall, heaven's got a gate, and there's extreme vetting in order to get in. So I don't know what the problem is, honestly. You know, because again, this is not Donald Trump that's doing this. This is God that's doing this. God's purging the land in order to protect America right now. It's biblical. They had walls all around different cities in the Bible. I mean, you know, Nehemiah built the wall, for crying out loud. So I don't know what the problem is. I really don't. So I just think that it's one more sign that the church has lost all discernment, because there is no discernment right now in the churches right now. Well, yeah, there's not. It's, they're lacking a few more things and just yeah. discernment. But I mean, there was walls in Jericho, if it's any consolation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, again, if you want these people in here, then be the first ones to bring them into your house. 
and then yeah. let us know how that works out for you. Let us let us know how that that works out. I love that, by the way. <laughs> Heaven is extremely vetted. That's good. Yeah. I'm going to remember that. So, what has the Lord been showing you lately, Mark, in the last few months? You know, is there anything that the Lord has been really pressing on your heart? Yeah, I'm in the process, and I've written the first one. Um, I feel like the Lord's leading me. Uh, in some prophetic words right now, in a series of words, I think there's going to be three from what I'm hearing from the Lord, and I've got the first one done. I'm working on the second one as we speak, and the re- repentance, calling his people to repentance, and I, it's a repentance-type series. And um, so, I mean, I'm kind of dealing with that because, I mean, judgment is on the house of the Lord right now. It's on the leadership, and it's on the house of the Lord. God's trying to clean up the mess right now that we're seeing, that we're experiencing right now, such as these attacks. You know, people attacking one another, the blood that's on the hands of the people. And they're, it's almost like they're deaf, they're blind, and they can't see it. Now, we talked about some of that on the last show about the 501c3 and how some of these other things are going on that's causing some of this deafness and this blindness. But God's calling his people out of the Babylonian systems. So those are some of the things that God's been showing me. Um, you know, he's been showing me what's been going on as far as uh, there's 44 hertz. It's funny you're talking about that because I had Dr. Michael Lake and we were talking about this and, you know, because you're right. I mean, from theta waves to beta waves to alpha, gamma, delta, you've got all these neurological systems. And, you know, I don't know if you ever heard this, Mark, but interesting story. I read it in a book years ago and I can't remember the author, but they say that Hitler at the time when he would go out into the community and speak, there would be hundreds of thousands of people in the street and they would send out these these waves and they tuned it into a certain frequency that made people not just slightly nauseous, not yeah. feeling good. And as soon as he mm. would go to speak, they would cut that feed. And I'll tell you, people then started having feelings of euphoria when he would speak because that they would just drop that. People would feel better. There's a whole science to this. And I think it really ties into the the programming and the mind control and the MK Ultra that were yes. I mean we are getting a steady diet of brainwashing too. Yes, and I, I honestly believe that since World War II, this is why the millennials have been affected so bad because I think we have a full generation now that has been completely tuned to this frequency, so to speak. And that's why I think you're seeing the millennials having such a, a problem right now grasping reality. It's almost like we got mindless zombies walking around. I hate to use that term, but it, it, it's almost like that. And, and you're seeing it in the church as well. But we, we're getting bombarded. I mean, you know, even if they want to change the news media around, the international tuning is 440 hertz. That's international tuning. So if they really wanted to stop the lies, if they really wanted to bring more of a peace and a calm over the population of the earth, they would retune the international tuning back to 444 hertz and stop that mind control, so to speak. They would stop the changing of the DNA, begin to bring healing to the people. Again, they're programming uh, a lot of these people. And, I, you know, Lance Wall now, I think, said it best. I, I agree with what he was saying. A lot of these professors are back from the 60s. They were protesters from the yep, 60s. That's right. So, I mean, I mean so you're, you've got people in here that are programming your, your children. And, you know, we are a fatherless nation now, you know, have been for, for, you know, a decade or so, where, you know, the fathers have not been doing their job. They've been left up to the mothers, or the mothers are uh, out working. Uh, you know, they're too worried about it. Their people are too career-oriented. They've, they've given up on the family unit, and we've got to get back to that family unit. But, you know, again, I point back to the church, because the church is the spiritual and moral compass of any country. And the reason you're seeing the country and the condition that it's in right now is because the church has not done its job. 
The church is in as bad a shape as the world is right now. The divorce rate in the church is the same as it is in the, on the street. The abortion rate, same as it is on the street. And anybody looking in from the inside would say, okay, why would I want to be a part of this? Why would I want to walk into the four walls of a church and be a part of something that's supposed to make me better, but at the same token, I'm getting attacked for it? So this is the things that God's trying to straighten out. He's trying to bring order to a disorder that's going on in this church. Yeah, it's new world order disorder, isn't it? Well, and yeah, I think, absolutely. I, and I think that's really important because... Really, we look at these four walls of the church, the box church. It's a very, you know, we know what's going on in the church. We know the prosperity doctrines and everything else. And really, no one is really preaching the gospel anymore. There's very few pastors that are even reading Bible scripture. Mark, I went in a church and the guy, he had his Bible sitting there, didn't crack that Bible, didn't open it, you know, didn't recite a scripture, didn't talk about a scripture. Our true role models as Christians were really the ones that turned the world upside down back there in the book of Acts. And yet, you know, they didn't have these big stately buildings and corporate news and production companies. And, you know, they couldn't right. get on TV and beg. But I'll tell you what they did do. They turned the world upside down, those guys. Well, it is a reason why. And it's because it was it's my belief, if you look at the New, the New Testament church, it was the congregation. It re- wasn't the church. It was the congregation. It's the people. It's about the people. It's not about a building, and if you do a word search, congregation is the people. Church is a building. So if you look at it, yes, they had synagogues back then, but they were mostly houses. But when you look at what Jesus did and he sent the disciples out, he sent them out preaching the gospel. If you look at the congregation and what they truly did, they weren't stuck in a one geographical location in a building. They were fluid. They were constantly moving. If Christ is in us and we are in him, then we are the gospel well, how can you spread that gospel sitting in one geographical location warming a pew? You can't. So that's why I, I'm saying that church is going to be a whole different ballgame. When God starts, we're in this transition right now where it's going to be in the marketplace. Uh, it's going to be in, in different facets of life. Um, you know, I saw a Facebook post the other day that, that was uh, absolutely beautiful. Uh, the, it looked like a biker guy. He was standing there on the corner with a microphone, and he says uh, something along the effect that, the street is my church, the sidewalk is my pulpit or something like that. And he says, I don't need millions of dollars to run it. And he was surrounded by cameras. Uh, it was amazing because, I mean, it, there was this there was this airtime, this free airtime right there. He wasn't paying a dime for it. And he, the man was out there on the street doing what he was supposed to do, spreading the gospel. You know, Mark, that's, that brings up a good question, though. I mean, when is the last time you even saw an altar call in a church? And what are they doing with the incredible amount of money flowing into the coffers. I mean, they're not feeding the homeless. I know that much. So what are these mega churches doing with all these, this influx of resources? Uh, you know, I don't know because I don't go to any of these mega churches. So, I mean, you know, again, the church is under judgment. And I think a lot of this judgment has to do with that 501c3. I went, I, I wrote that word about the 501c3. And two months later is when Donald Trump came out publicly and said, hey, we're going to fix this thing because I figured out what's going on. So I don't know if he picked up on it in the spirit or what, because I, I don't know if he read it or not, but that's part of the issue is that it's, it's under judgment. And so under judgment like this, I don't know what they're doing with their money. I really don't. And I just know that whatever they're doing, it's not working. So we have to ask ourselves, and we've got to be honest, how's this working out for you so far? Because look at America, look at the mess that it's in, look at the mess that the church is in right now. It's not working. So if it's not working, we need to try something different. New strategy, new tactics. 
Yeah, I think you're going to see a lot more home churches, churches going underground. The real church, the remnant church, I believe, is they're going to be forced to go underground almost because nowadays, you know, and I say this all the time, Jesus Christ himself would have got kicked out of most of these churches today, Mark. I can guarantee you I would be kicked out of a lot of churches. (laughs) You mean you're not getting invited to the 501c3 church, Mark? Big surprise. Yeah, and, you know, the Lord told me a long time ago that I wasn't, to step foot into a 501c3 church because it's under judgment, number one. And number two, it would defile my words and, and would, it would blind me because, the, because, you know, the church took a bribe through that 501c3. And we talked about that last time, that when you take a bribe, it blinds the, uh, the wise and perverts the words of the righteous. So I can't step foot into a 501c3. So I stay out of them. So I haven't even, you know, it's funny you bring that up because I have not gotten, since my first airing back in, I want to say April of last year, I've not gotten the first invite to the first church. Not one. It's all been radio and television. Wow, that really doesn't surprise me that much. Mark, what is really the the focus, the key things that we need to be focused on with, as we've talked about in the show, all the distraction, all the deception? What do we really need to get focused on here? You know, I, I keep telling people that target, the Lord told me, target focus repentance and target focus prayer is the key right now. And I've had some people ask me what that is. Well, let me give an, an example of what generalized uh, repentance is. You know, Lord, forgive me for my sins. That's generalized repentance. And what the Lord is saying is you need to get target-focused with your prayers and your repentance. So think of your prayer and your repentance as a smart bomb. Laser designate the target. What is the target that you want to repent? Go after it. What is the target you want to pray for? Go after it. Laser designate it and hit it. Hit your target. And that's what the Lord is talking about right now. And I can even read this this uh, one prophecy because this talking kind of sums up everything we've been talking about here. Yeah, go uh, ahead, about, please. It's, it's called the lost art of war, and it says, uh, "The Spirit of God says, why are my people not repenting? You use generalized repentance, which has little to no effect, when you should be using target-focused repentance and prayer. You don't use target-focused repentance because of your pride. Your haughty spirits and attitudes have caused you to fall into the enemy's pit." You're afraid of target-focused repentance because you will have to admit there is fault with you and your congregation. By not repenting, this is an abomination. My people have lost the art of war. For any true warrior of mine knows that waging an effective warfare starts with target-focused repentance and prayer. The Spirit of God says, Woe, woe, woe to you leaders that have led my people astray. You who are cowardly and afraid of offending have sacrificed my truth and my people on the altar of mammon. Repent now or you will not come out of that pit. For truly you have received your reward, and that's all you will get. You honor me with your lips, but your hearts are far from me. Because of your pride and refusal to repent, there will be no hiding from this judgment. It's upon my church, especially the leadership. Your big fancy homes, clothes, and cars were made with money stained with innocent blood. This has allowed the enemy to come in on you like a flood. Even the Pharisees knew not to touch that money, but woe to you that continue to take it, saying it's sweet as honey. The blood, the blood, which cries out to me day and night, from the aborted babies to the murdering of my prophets. This blood is on my church's hands, and yet no repentance. I am looking for my true love, my pure spotless bride, and it grieves me her garments are stained because of pride. Where is she, my true love? I can no longer wait. My judgment is upon you. Repent and come back to me before it's too late. Wow. So see, God is dealing with a lot of this right now, and that's what he's trying to bring his people back to this place of repentance right now. And the other thing, I want to give an example of the target-focused repentance and prayer and the power behind it and the power of unity and agreement. Now, I may have given this on the last show, but I think it's pertinent to what we're talking about right now. And that I led the prayer on 
uh, Mary Colbert's prayer movement on 9-11. I was stood in the gap for the, for the first responders, being a retired firefighter. I sat before the Lord for two days and wrote out this prayer and what the Lord wanted to repent corporately over. And one of those things was the 501c3 and this, that, and the other. Well, I got on the line. I went through the target focus repentance and prayer that God wanted me to recite with 10,000 people in agreement. Now, this is the power behind this. That was on 9-11 of last year. We hung up the phone at 9:17, and somebody can fact check me on this. It was somewhere around 9:34, about 20 minutes after that, Hillary Clinton collapsed for the entire world to see. Yeah. Now, when, when she collapsed, she lost her shoe. Now, this was probably four different signs. Two signs for the church that number one, that's what happens with target-focused repentance and target-focused prayer, and when you have thousands in agreement in unity like that, when you're in one heart, one mind, one accord, that's the power behind it. Number two is it was prophetic that when she collapsed, that everything to do with that New World Order, Clinton Foundation, was going to collapse. She lost her shoe, which meant they were they are going to lose their peace. And you're seeing that now. They are they have lost all peace right now. See, that used to be on, the pun is that the shoe used to be on the other foot. When Obama was in, we had the fear. Well, now the fear is on the other side now. But that is the power with target focus, repentance, and prayer with thousands in agreement. Well, I'll tell you, the power of prayer is outstanding, especially where two or more are gathered. God's in the midst of our prayer. So that is so powerful. And we are going to pray at the end of the show. And before we get to that, Mark, what really is the message for the people right now? You know, the one message is is don't walk in fear right now. Now's not the time to walk in fear. Now's the time to walk in unity and love, grace and mercy with one another to become a team to become the army of God. Get in agreement with people. Even though you may not disagree with everything, be in unity about what is the mission. Anybody who knows me knows I am very mission-oriented, and one of those missions is furthering the kingdom, is, is advance the kingdom, take ground for the kingdom of God, and hold that ground at all costs. Donald Trump and his administration needs our prayers. If you don't have a prayer line like Mary Colbert has, start one. If you don't have one, start one locally in your house. You know, come together in prayer and repentance for the, for the country, and repentance for God's people. But keep it in prayer. You know, I, I tell people, go to my website, download these prophetic words, use these prophetic words, war with them. Use them as, as, a, as a prayer to war against the enemy. Take that ground for the kingdom of God and hold it. Amen. And I do want you to give out your website, Mark. As you know, in the last program, there was so many YouTube comments, and I did not link your website into the YouTube. So I want you to give it out now and then give it out at the end of the program as well. Sure. It's swordrescue.com. You spell sword, uh, S as in Sam, O Oscar, R Romeo, D Delta, swordrescue.com. And they can go to the prophetic words tab and they can print the words off for free. There you go, folks. You've got it. You can't, you can't complain now about it. Well, in the, <laughs> in the very waning moments, Mark, and again, I want to just make this clear to everyone listening, so there's no question on this. My ministry, folks, is not 501c3. I never will be. Am I surprised sometimes that I get, you know, this is around that time of year, Mark, where where I start getting donations that I've made to ministries or sending me their their little, you know, tax receipts. I'm sure. going, oh my goodness. Like, I can't control what other people do, but I'll tell you what, I really do feel in my spirit, I'm totally with you on this. I think this thing is straight out of the pit of hell, and I am just imploring people to take that in prayer. Ministers, if you're listening, go to God with this and ask him really. I mean, 
everybody jumps on the 501c3 chain. And I've even had pastors email me, Mark, saying, you know, we are getting hauled off to these clergy response teams and going off to FEMA training and how to suppress our church and round up the dissenters when it comes time. I mean, that is very devilish, isn't it? Absolutely. And people, they're not going to understand. One day, maybe they will. But they don't realize how close they came to actually losing their ministry. Because if Hillary Clinton would have gotten in, she was going to use the 501c3 to say, hey, you preach homosexuality and transgender from the pulpit, because if you don't, we're going to shut you down. We're going to turn it into a mosque that is ex- or a satanic temple, which is exactly what they were going to do. And that was the problem with the 501c3. Yeah, I agree. Well, and again, I just I'm not a fan of 501c3. That's something everybody has to take to the Lord. But I'll tell you what, you take the status, you take the rules, and that is frightening. Well, Mark, as we close out the show, I think it would be very timely if you and I prayed together and people can just stand with us in prayer. I think it's very timely considering, especially with all the witchcraft attacks that are planned against Trump and the administration, I think it would just be very timely for us to all take some time and pray. And Mark, I'll let you start us off and and I'll finish it up, if you would, please. Sure. Father, we just pray right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. We just humbly but boldly come before your throne of grace right now. Father, we just, with a humble heart, repent right now for your body, for your army right now, Father God. Forgive us for being a part of the ungodly, demonic contract called the 501c3. Father, forgive us for not speaking out for when prayer was taken out of schools, Lord, for not standing up for what was right, for your word. And we repent for not standing up for when Roe versus Wade came along, Lord, and we took that 30 pieces of silver to keep our mouth closed versus standing up for what was right and righteousness. Father, I ask right now in the name of Jesus that you would bless President Trump and his administration right now, Father God. Surround him with your holy angels right now to protect him and his administration and his family right now. Father, I ask that you would give him and his administration the sevenfold spirit that he needs right now to lead, guide, and direct this nation in the way that you want it to go, Lord. Father, we ask right now in the name of Jesus that you would expose and remove all those in government right now, Lord, that are corrupt, that are not of your spirit right now, Lord. Remove them, Father God, and replace them with people from your army right now. You said in in your prophetic word that five Supreme Court justices were going to be appointed by this new president, Donald Trump. So, Father, we decree and declare right now in the name of Jesus, that five Supreme Court justices will be appointed by this new president, and it will be a reformation of the Supreme Court. And we decree and declare right now in the name of Jesus and by the blood of Jesus that Roe versus Wade will be overturned, Father God. I ask, Father God, right now that you would remove any and all corrupt judges across this land. Expose them. We ask that you would uh, release right now your heavenly host and your warring angels to expose these corrupt judges and to purge them from the system, and that those that are of your army will take their rightful place, because there's going to be a lot of job openings coming up, we know, Lord, when you go to purge the government. We ask right now that the people of God, the army of God, would stand up in courage and boldness and take their rightful place as a senator, as a congressman, as a judge, even at the local, state, and federal levels right now, Lord. Give them boldness and give them courage to do this in Jesus' name. Sheila, go ahead. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we stand in our place of authority over all the power of the enemy, and we bind, rebuke, and render Satan and his entire 
kingdom of darkness, powerless over the United States of America. And President Donald Trump and his administration, Lord, now and all the days that Trump will be in the White House. In the name of Jesus, we bind and break the power of every spirit of witchcraft, death, destruction, murder, assassination, disruption, clamorous protest, violence, rudeness, disrespect, discord, being planned by the opposition, foreign or domestic. We call in the mighty warring angels to be placed around Donald Trump, the White House, Trump Tower, Air Force One, his family, extended family, his assistants, Secret Service, every police officer shoulder to shoulder that no evil would penetrate. Father, we cover them all with the precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And in Jesus' name, we bind, cast, nullify, and bring to naught every curse, hex, vex, incantation, spell, voodoo, and any other working by witches, warlocks, wizards, high priests, or priestesses, and any other agents from the kingdom of darkness working against him. We speak upon them spiritual deafness, dumbness, blindness, incapacitation, and paralysis. We sever the silver cords of all those who are asked or projecting to spy on, eavesdrop, harm, or hinder all those I've just mentioned. And we suffer the witch not to live. We send out the warring angels to discover and expose every secretly devised plan and assignment from the opposition and those pretending to be with him, but in reality are just wolves in sheep's clothing. And even as Paul declared blindness upon the agents of darkness in Acts 13.6, we declare blindness upon all those taking parts in evil plots against our country and President Donald Trump that they will grope about as one in darkness so their plans cannot and will not be carried out. We give you thanks, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy. And we thank you that all their evil deeds are being arrested right now in Jesus' mighty name, and that every curse from the kingdom of darkness will fall upon those sending it, and it'll backfire and will instead become a blessing upon President Trump. Now we bind the spirit of fear from Donald Trump and his family, Mike Pence and his family, and we loose upon them the spirits of peace, wisdom, power, and might to carry out your plans, Father, and purposes for our great nation. We prophesy and declare that it'll be reported even by the fake news. Even the press themselves, Father, will say and declare President Trump is an unstoppable force. And we know it's because you have ordained him and anointed him for such a time as this. Father, your word says, let our request be made known. We all stand in agreement today and we are making it known, Father. This is what we ask you for and we give you thanks. And thank you, Jesus, that what door you've opened, no man can shut. We pray this in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you, everyone, for joining us in prayer today. Mark, thank you for being on the program and weighing in. I know that there is so much going on, and I really appreciate the bold stance that you take in your ministry I'll tell you what, you know, we sing a lot of these cutesy songs about going into the enemy's camp, and we talk a lot about warfare, but the question is, are people really doing it? We are given the power and authority over all the power of the devil, and, you know, to me, that's exciting news that we have the ability to wage war, and greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world, so that's pretty encouraging to me. Mark, again, I want to just thank you so much for coming on the program I hope you come back and see us again soon. And give out your website one more time for the listeners, please. Uh, It is swordrescue.com, S-O-R-D, 
swordrescue.com. Just go through the prophetic uh, words tab, and they can print the prophetic words for free. And I encourage them to print them off, pray over them, war with them. Uh, you know, that's part of your spiritual warfare. And uh, I thank you again for having me on. It's been an honor and a pleasure being here. Thanks, Mark. Folks, that was Mark Taylor. His information is linked there on the bio today. Do reach out to Mark and let him know you heard him on the program today. I think he'd appreciate that. And thank you so much for standing with us in agreement, in prayer. It is so powerful. We can't have any idea this side of heaven what our prayers are doing. Boy, if we could see into the spiritual realm, as I always say, we would be shocked. Tomorrow on the program, I have back with me Sharon Mulkey. So excited. And I'll tell you, it's going to be a very powerful show. I'm looking forward to it. And finally, do not forget, send in your testimonies for an upcoming show. I want to hear from you. I want your testimony on how the book Power Prayers, Warfare That Works, how that book is changing your life. I'm going to be doing a few shows on just testimonies. And if you don't have this book, go to powerprayers.ca today. Thank you so much for tuning into the broadcast today. We will see you tomorrow. Good night and God bless.